This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, now we bring you a discussion on overall analysis of Howdy Modi event. The participants are Professor Harshvardhan Pant, strategic analyst, and Simran Sodhi, journalist. Prime Minister Narendra Modi addressed a huge diaspora meeting of Indian Americans settled in Houston in Texas in the US. US President Donald Trump was also present during the interaction and both leaders addressed the Indian diaspora present. Mr. Pant, when you look at the event and you see this huge Indian American diaspora that turned out to listen to Prime Minister Modi and we also hear the US President Donald Trump standing shoulder to shoulder with the Prime Minister and addressing people and both of them emphasize the need to fight terror. Even though Pakistan was not mentioned, the reference to it is unavoidable. How do you see the fact that both India and the US in the presence of the world leaders, both the leaders have addressed this issue which is extremely important to India. I think this was a very significant uh, undertaking by the Prime Minister. Here you have an event where you are reaching out to 50,000 strong diaspora and initially not many had anticipated that he would touch upon the issue of Kashmir and Pakistan. But I think what very cleverly did was to use some of the language Mr. Trump used. You know, when he said protect America's priorities to protect borders, American priorities to fight Islamist extremism, I think Indian Prime Minister Mr. Modi used that as a segue into making a larger case for against terrorism, into making a case into defending uh, his decision to abrogate Article 370 and to question Pakistani credentials when he asked the audience that a country that can't even manage its own internal affairs is talking about India and is questioning India, what India is doing in Kashmir. I think uh, the message from that went out very categorically that India and America look at the issue of terrorism through the same prism, that India and America are together, stand in partnership and that India would not like any third party intervention in Kashmir. So I think with one stone he killed a lot of birds and came out very successfully at this event. Mr. Pant, we also saw that when the US President spoke, he directly mentioned the need to protect innocent civilians from radical Islamic terrorism. And we also saw that when President Trump made this particular point, that is the point where he received a huge ovation from the audience present. When you look at the issue of radical Islamic terrorism, and this is a point that India and the Prime Minister have been making at various global forums from the UN to ASEAN to almost every global forum. This is a point that India has consistently been making. How do you feel that the US then stands with India? How far, how strong is this relationship to the fact that the US is also coming to the same platform, to the same point when it comes to combating radical Islamic terrorism? And for India, this usually points cross-border terrorism again to Pakistan. India and Prime Minister Modi over the last five years of his, in his office has been using every possible fora to make this case that terrorism is not a problem of any one country, that terrorism is a humanitarian issue. It needs to be tackled by all the countries coming together and fighting terrorism, that you cannot have selectivity about terrorism. And I think when Mr. Trump spoke about Islamist extremism and radicalism, he uh, touched upon something that many in America find very difficult to deal with, which is, you know, the legacy of nine. 11, uh, what has happened in a number of cases of terrorism in America. And I think that was something that Indian Americans, in particular in the audience, were very receptive to this message that both India and America are both have been victims of this menace and both are trying uh, are struggling with it. And I think what has been very interesting to see is how the shift in American perspective has happened. That there was a time when Americans were not very really receptive to what India was saying on Kashmir, on Islamist extremism, on 
terrorism. They used to look at this through the binary of their relationship with Pakistan. But today, as the issue of terrorism and Islamist extremism has hit home, they are also aware of the challenges that it poses and that was reflected in Mr. Trump's views as manifested at that event. And it was also reflected in when Prime Minister himself, Prime Minister Modi spoke about it. And when he said that we have to fight this terrorism and as you mentioned, for India, the issue is largely about cross-border support for terrorism and the issue is destabilization of Kashmir, which the Prime Minister took head-on at this rally. Mr. Pant, if you look at the India-US relationship, and we have seen that under Prime Minister Modi, this relationship has gotten stronger. We see the trajectory from 2014, and we see the bilateral relationship between India and the United States getting stronger with every day. What we saw yesterday at the rally where the Prime Minister addressed the Indian diaspora, we also have the presence of the United States President. He addressed the diaspora. But how do you see the very fact that the US President conscious choice that he would go to this event which is primarily the Indian American community and stand there along with the Indian Prime Minister? What does this reflect about the bilateral relationship? I think it tells you that India-US relationship today stand at a level which few would have anticipated just a decade back. The presence of a US president at a rally like this is unprecedented. This is once-in-a-lifetime event. This kind of an event does not happen regularly. And for a president of the US to make his time available for this rally, of course, Mr. Trump would have wanted to woo certain Indian-American voters. But I think the larger fact that he stood up on the same platform as the Indian Prime Minister, showcased Indo-US relationship, means there is a comfort level between the two leaders that is unprecedented. There is a comfort level between India and the US which is unprecedented, that America understands Indian concerns and India understands American concerns. This is reflected in the two speeches that were given, where Prime Minister Modi talked about how what India and America are doing together. President Trump talked about what India and America can potentially do together and are doing together. So I think there is a level of comfort which is quite unprecedented and also the fact that there is a lot of reportage before this event which have been very negative. That look, trade is a problem, Kashmir is a problem, but this rally demonstrated that those actually are minor irritants. The larger reality of the relationship is that it is growing, it is burgeoning, it is moving in various sectors. For a rally like this to happen in the very heart of America tells you a very interesting story about two democracies, how they are engaging with each other, which is not possible for America to do with any other country, non-democracy in particular. But even with its own closest allies, this kind of event has not happened. So I think it tells you that the arc of Indo-US relationship is now moving in a very, very positive direction. Mr. Pant, we also saw the presence of some two dozen US lawmakers from both the US parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, who had attended the event last night at Houston. How do you see the fact that India and the United States are together, but we will also see that in a day or two, our Prime Minister will move to New York, where he will address the United Nations. We also expect the Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan, who is also in the US at this point of time, to address the UN. And going back to what you had just raised about the Kashmir issue, we, we saw that when the Prime Minister in his speech last night raised the issue, there was overwhelming support for the decision. People stood up and there was a large ovation for it. How do you connect the two facts that the Indian-American community, the diaspora, has given a huge thumbs up to the action and to the decisions taken by the government on Kashmir, but we also move to the UN General Assembly very soon, where Pakistan is expected to raise a lot of questions and India will have to answer. How do you see the Prime Minister and India then taking up this issue at the UN? Well, I think Prime Minister Modi did in this rally was to showcase 
that India's decision on Article 370 was a decision of a sovereign democratic nation to make a decision about its own internal security matters the way it deems fit. And he laid out the entire process. He said you should give a standing ovation to Indian parliamentarians. He asked the Indian diaspora to do that. And so he was showcasing that Indian decisions are not made in a non-transparent manner. They are made in fully transparent manner. You had discussions about these in Rajya Sabha and Lok Sabha. He also mentioned the fact that in Rajya Sabha, BJP and his allies do not have a majority. Despite that, the motion was passed by a thumping majority, by more than two-thirds. So I think he was telling the world the narrative that India wants to tell the world, and in particular in the context of UN General Assembly, that while Pakistan will make a big deal about it, the fact of the matter is that India as a democracy is fully within its rights to make certain decisions, and in line with its constitutional arrangements, it has made certain decisions on Article 370 and its abrogation, and what the future holds for Jammu and Kashmir. So I think asking for an endorsement by the Indian Americans served to remind those, as you were mentioning, both the Democrats and the Republicans who were there in the audience, that India's decision on Article 370 has a strong domestic support, that it is not the, about the whims and fancies of Mr. Modi himself. It is about a larger democratic reality in India that must be understood, that must be respected. And if the international community wants to engage with India on this issue, then they, they should recognize this fundamental reality. And I think he was able to convey that by this. So now when he goes to the UN General Assembly, he will have a very strong backing of this very important initiative that he has taken. Basically, you're trying to say is that the Prime Minister has already in a way, last night, explained not just to the Indian-American community but also to the US lawmakers who were present there in the stadium in Houston as to India's decisions, as to how India has reached those decisions in a very democratic fashion since they've gone through the Parliament of India and as the PM said that it was telecast live, the discussions that took place over hours were telecast live. So he has already laid the groundwork for whatever questions might be asked and now we take the step forward. I think Mr. Modi must have realized that is a very important thing to do because clearly when you go into a UN General Assembly special session like this, there will be 190 odd countries there. All of them would expect certain answers from India and he has preempted that. He has gone, he is first off the mark to make the India's case and very importantly he made this, as you are pointing out, to the US lawmakers themselves who do not really have a very detailed understanding of the issue. You know, so Mr. Imran Khan can come and he can shout something and they will say, oh my God, what has happened in Kashmir. But here is Mr. Modi explaining very definitively the arrangements that are there and what he has done and what his government has done to achieve India's objectives in Jammu and Kashmir. Mr. Pant, we also saw that when Prime Minister Modi, he addressed the Indian-American community, the PM did instances to terrorist activities that have happened. He talked about 9-11, which affected the United States in ways which was not apparent then, but over the years it was very apparent. He referred to 26-11, which happened in Mumbai. And though, again, the PM did not mention Pakistan as such. Everyone knows where the terrorists came or where this sponsorship of terrorism is taking place. How do you see the United States and the rest of the world today agreeing to India's long-standing demand that something needs to be done about Pakistan, that Pakistan has had this free run of terror where Pakistan has used terrorism as an instrument of state policy? Do you feel that there will be a change not just by the U.S. but by other member nations attending the U.N. Assembly that maybe it is time when you look at 9-11, you look at 26-11, that the world 
world needs to wake up and take a tougher stance towards Pakistan. I think India has had a lot of success in convincing the world about Pakistan's shenanigans, about what Pakistan has been doing and how the damage that Pakistan has caused to the international peace and security. If you look at the kind of isolation Pakistan faces today, it's thanks in large part to India's efforts over the last few years that every possible fora has been used to target Pakistan. Without mentioning Pakistan, the Prime Minister and his government has made a case that isolation of such states is very important. Without mentioning Pakistan, Prime Minister has made a case that humanitarian intervention, terrorism is a humanitarian problem and therefore all the countries of the world need to come together. If you see where America was in its Pakistan policy, you know, just five to six years back and where it is today, there's a dramatic shift. Mr. Trump has been very, very strong on Pakistan. Ever since he came to office, he has been targeting Pakistan with sanctions. He has not given Pakistan the kind of military aid that Pakistan was expecting. And as a result, Pakistan's economy is going down the drain. And there are elements in Pakistan's domestic economic political structures today that if are not rectified, will do long-term damage to Pakistan. And Pakistani lawmakers recognize that there is a lot of churn happening with regard to Pakistan's ability to shape the Middle Eastern policymakers. So you see how India got support on Kashmir from UAE, from Saudis. I think that is a reflection of the larger reality that Pakistan needs to get its act together. And I think gradually India has been very successful in conveying this and I'm sure this will be reflected at the discussions in the UN General Assembly as well. And in the coming days, we will continue to follow Prime Minister Modi in the US as he goes to New York and he also addresses the UNGA in the coming days. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on overall analysis of Howdy Modi event. The participants were Professor Harshwardhan Pant, Strategic Analyst and Simran Sodhi, Journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsttalks at gmail.com.